You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your host, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, y'all? You ready for Thanksgiving, buddy? I mean, you already know. You don't get, you don't look like this, you don't get this physique, <laughs> okay, unless you are always down to clown on Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, it's nice, uh, you know. Like I said, uh, I now live north of the wall. I don't have to entertain anybody, so the dinner's just between me and the lady. And we got a very tiny turkey, the tiniest turkey I could find. And we're going to make some stuff, so it's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. Awesome, man. Um, unfortunately, you know, just to right off the bat, big news, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game has been moved from Thursday night <laughs> to Sunday at some time. They haven't decided what time the game will be. I'm assuming it's probably going to be in the morning. That'd be my guess. But um, what the fuck? And the reason why I read, because I was like, man, what the fuck? I, I was, you know, we talked about it a little bit. I was like, you know, I'm actually excited for this Thursday because, like, I, it sounds sad to some people, but I'm going to be alone on Thanksgiving Day itself because my girlfriend's going to be working. But that meant all day of uninterrupted football for me. And I was extremely looking forward to that. Of course. But now I'm not going to get my Sunday night game. And the reason why was because with all the COVID herpes players on Baltimore, they I don't think they had enough to make a complete roster. So they want to give them a couple more days to, you know, get players positive or figure shit out. So they – because it was literally like two-thirds of the Baltimore team was going to be able to travel or some shit like that. So Wow. Yeah, so I mean, it just shows you in 2020 you got to be ready for anything. <laughs> yeah. Although you know what's funny is is how I mean, COVID is still a very serious thing, but it's funny how how like the 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 shift that has happened in terms of the way they feel about COVID because you know if a player tests positive for COVID, no one freaks out. They're like, all right, let's just postpone the game for a couple of days. It's fine. Yeah, but you know, hey, these are professional athletes, and I don't know. But uh, so moving on to news, um, not that it matters. Philip Rivers was held out of Wednesday's practice. Um, I don't think anyone's playing Philip Rivers, but you know, hey, there's that. I mean, I guess it affects the offense because if if he's not playing, that means Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, and they'll be act- fine. Yeah, he plays. Philip Rivers. Little little do people know. I think it was last year, two years ago. Philip Rivers actually had a torn ACL, and he played like two more games before the season was over yeah he's gonna play yeah Um, even if Jacoby Brissett plays they'll be fine yeah they well now that they have the three-headed monster backfield and and some decent pass catchers there I you just need someone to manage the game yeah um AJ Brown missed Wednesday's practice with a knee injury he's gonna play um I know the knee injury kind of made him miss a few uh weeks here but He's going to play. I, I think this is just a veteran rest day. Um, so, you know, I mean, keep an eye on it, obviously, but, you know, just he'll be fine. Alvin Kamara practiced on a limited basis on Wednesday with a bum foot. 
but it's you know Kamara misses a lot of practices or is limited a lot, so I wouldn't hold much. He, you know, he's still a top what five running back. So it's weird that he's so limited, considering he did he was so limited in the offense last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, who knows? Actually, it could be something bigger. So I guess just keep an eye on that. Luckily, they're not playing till Sunday, so you have a few more days to cry. Uh, Hayden Hurst and Todd Gurley both did not practice on Wednesday. Hayden Hurst, no one cares because tight end's disgusting. Um, but Todd Gurley, that's kind of a scary one because, you know, he has arthritis in his knee, and now he's mispracticed on Wednesday. Now, he does mispractice from here and there. A lot of veterans do. Um, but last week, uh, Brian Hill played 26 snaps, and Todd Gurley played 23. So, mm. tables are turning maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, they might just be, you know, pulling the reins back a little bit. They were kind of, it was Todd Gurley unchained for a while. Now, last week, obviously not. It was terrible. But uh, I think moving forward, they might go the full uh, the full Rams route last year as they're really going to split time. He's going to split time with Hill. You know, sometimes Brian Hill actually looks really good out there. Yeah, he does. Like, every now and then, like, there's a there's a run that 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 Hill does, and you're like, damn, he hit, you know, hit hit the hole fast, got got vertical quick, and you're like, damn, like, he looked better than Gurley. Yeah, seriously. Uh, DJ Chark did not practice on Wednesday with a rib injury. Um, tough – Tough sled. DJ Chark, I think you know he's been kind of banged up this whole year, and then you know shitty quarterback play doesn't help either, especially for someone with such talent. But yeah, uh, although you're not other than James Robinson, I don't think you're really excited about any Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars, nope, not even a little bit. Yeah, uh, Nick Foles was held out of Wednesday's practice, but again, no one cares. Uh, Is Trubisky going to get the start? I think so. I don't. Think I know that he was dealing, he was banged up too though a little bit. Oh wait, here it is. Mitchell Trubisky was a full participant in yeah. Wednesday's practice. All right. Well, buckle up, Buckaruskis, because mm. this is about to get Mitchell Trubisky-ish. Oh, that's gonna be gross. It sure uh, is. Calvin Ridley was limited on Wednesday's practice as well as Julio Jones. So I mean that that's good to see, especially. Julio, like when Matt Ryan played like dog shit without Julio. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, obviously when you lose one of the greatest receivers to ever do it, you know, that, that will fuck you up. But, you know, you, you really want Julio out there. You sure uh, should do. This one was kind of surprising. Uh, today came out Giovanni Bernard uh, didn't practice on Wednesday with a concussion. This is similar to the DeAndre Swift situation uh, last week. You know, Bernard – Midweek concussion, he's more than likely not going to play. Um, so, you know, Samaj P. Ryan and maybe uh, Travion Williams could be someone worth picking up. But at the same time, we were actually talking about before the show, is I, I picked up Samaj P. Ryan in our money league because, you know, running backs are so thin in that league. But then I was like, I'm never going to play this fucking guy, especially now that Joe Burrow's out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah. think it, it – Probably not even worth a pickup, but, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures as I limp into the playoffs in that league. But, um, you know, never a good sign when when you get a midweek concussion. (laughs) Um, 
Let's see. Oh, well, one of the Ravens players that was on the herpes COVID list was Clayus Campbell, so that's huge news. Um, DeForest Buckner as well. Yeah. That's why I was saying, like, like they had, like, seven healthy players that were going to make it into the fucking game or some shit like that. Mm. Um, San Francisco activated Eric Armstead from the, the COVID herpes list. So that's some good news because they need any help they can get because that San Francisco might be the most injured team in the league. This At year. least they were. They they certainly were for the first, I don't know, half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, for tomorrow night's game, Danny Amendola and Kenny Galladay are both ruled out against the Texans, and DeAndre Swift is questionable for uh, the Texans game, which, again, short week, this <sighs> – it sucks because this is a plus matchup because the Houston defense has not been scary in the slightest. But, I mean, you have to now lower your expectations for everybody because it's just, you know, what what's going to happen now? It's just going to be dog shit play um, from the Detroit. You know, pick up the Houston defense, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's doable. Because, um, you know, the Carolina defense is probably – even with the Houston defense, and they completely shut out the Lions. Yeah. So. And uh, I think the Lions had more. They had Amendola, and they had they had Amendola. I know that. For yes. Me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater practiced full on Wednesday, so that's pretty good news. Christian McCaffrey, they're not expecting him to play, which, again, we talked about this last episode. It makes sense. They got the bye week in week 13. Mike Davis looked pretty good last week. So why rush it? Especially now that McCaffrey got over the ankle injury but now has a shoulder problem. You know, you lower the shoulder to, to – especially because McCaffrey's not afraid to, to lower the shoulder. He's right. not a he's not a I'm going to duck out of bounds kind of guy. So I think giving him another couple weeks to heal up is good for him. Um, it just sucks because, you know, if you have McCaffrey on your team, you've had him for three games this year, and now, you know – by week in week 13, it's just so now, you know, week 14 is in theory the game that he can come back, but that's also round one of fantasy playoffs. Jesus. That, that's really scary. I'll tell you what, though. Every, those three games have been magical. He had two touchdowns in each game. Yep. The guys are stud. Cra- what's crazy is Christian McCaffrey's only played in three games this year. Let's see. And I think he's still, like, the running back, oops, Christian McCaffrey. He's only played in three games. He's the running back, thirty-four. Wow. I know. God damn, he's good. Yeah. It's just it's been a shame, and there's not a lot of excitement when you think about it moving forward. You know, coming back for the playoffs, and who knows in what capacity? It's it's such a shit show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry McLaurin is now questionable for Week 12 against the Cowboys, which sucks. Good plus matchup taking on Dallas. You know, he's been in every week uh, wide receiver one. You know, the, the quarterback-proof man himself. But if he's kind of banged up, you know, again, short week taking on Dallas, that sucks. I, I really hope he plays because, uh, you know, national TV game on Thanksgiving. And selfish me wants to see good football play. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to see a 7-6 to six you know, Washington Dallas game. But uh Miles Gaskin, running back for the Miami Dolphins, returned to practice on Wednesday from the IR. He was in a red non contact jersey, so 
Hey, in theory, Gaskin could be back here soon. Um, he's actually been really good in fantasy, so you know th that'll be nice to see, especially because uh, Salvin Ahmed uh, did not practice on Wednesday uh, due to the shoulder injury. He did leave the game against Denver. Uh, he, he eventually finished the game. He played 85% of the offensive snaps, but, you know, something to keep an eye on. Uh, oh, and then it's official. Austin Eckler came back to practice on Wednesday. Woo woo! I love Eckler, so yeah. it's, it's especially. It, I I want to see Eckler work with Herbert. You know, I want to see because not that Belage Kelly, Justin Jackson, Troy Main Pope have been they they've been doing a decent enough job in relief, but it just also shows you just how much better Eckler is than these guys. Yeah, it does. So. Um, David Montgomery cleared the concussion protocol, so he's going to be back against Green Bay. So, I guess that's exciting. I mean, if I don't know if you're obviously if you're a Montgomery owner, you're excited. Um, that that's huge. Um, Kenny Stills has now officially been ruled out against the Lions, and Randall Cobb has moved to the IR. So, wow. Um, so I I think Cobb might just miss the rest of the year. You know, he's. 66 years old now. I mean, just, I, I don't see. And, and, you know, Houston's not making the playoffs. So I, I don't, I think he's done. He, I mean, I would, it's, I would imagine he is. Uh, John Brown, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, I, you know, you kind of wanted, I, I was really hoping Brown would play because they're, t I mean, they're playing the Chargers and, you know, as a Charger fan, I'm excited because it's like, good, Brown's out. But as a fantasy player, I'm like, well, I kind of want the shootout potential, you know, if, if you have all the uh, talent players for the Bills, you know, high-powered offenses on both sides of the ball, bad defenses on both sides of the ball. Could be a fun game. Yeah. Should be a fun game. Should be. Um, seeing a lot of stuff that's just not – that relevant anything i missed no i think you nailed it all cool get into our rankings here yeah so let's uh let's talk about some football games um now we only have two games tomorrow for thanksgiving um and then we got uh no bye weeks this week so we got a whole lot of football to cover uh we're gonna break down your nfc games this evening starting off with your first Thanksgiving game. We got the three and seven Houston Texans taking on the four and six Detroit Lions. And again, if I was good at my job, I would already have the Vegas line up. But as we talk, I love Matt um, um, Deshaun Watson this week. He's actually my quarterback too this week. Um, the Detroit defense sucks. Deshaun Watson's been playing great, and despite all the talent being out, I, I think he has the possibility of just lighting it up again. I mean, that's Deshaun Watson's whole game seems to be kind of coming into its own this season. I know it started a little slow. People were kind of like, hey, what the fuck's going on with this guy? You know, we we drafted him pretty high. I've got him at six this week, a little bit lower than you. I know, I know the Lions, they seem to always play up on Thanksgiving, though. It's kind of what I was going with here, my thought process. Okay. Oh, I got the line here. So Vegas has the over-under at 51 with Houston favorite at minus three. Um, 
Moving on, we got Duke Johnson. I, For a man that has the backfield to himself, he's been very disappointing. And even in a plus matchup, I have him all the way down as my running back 28. <laughs> I got him at 29. Exactly. It's just – yeah. I feel you know, exactly the same way. He just – you just said it. Okay, he's the owner of this backfield, and he hadn't done shit. Well, all you want is a running back to have the backfield to himself in fantasy, and you're like, fuck yeah. And this motherfucker has done jack shit two weeks in a row. Yep. So, uh, Will Fuller, again, plus matchup. Love the matchup from this week. He's my wide receiver, 11. And I think you can play uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, I have him down at uh, wide receiver 40. But, you know, I, I would actually give, like, the, the arrow tick up, especially with Cobb out, Kenny Stills out. Um, but I, I think you can, you know, I would, 40 says otherwise, but I, I think he's in the wide receiver three or flex range for me, in my opinion. I mean, at this point, we, we were spot on. I have Will Fuller at 11 as well. But I think Brandon Cooks has been overplaying even Fuller at this point. I've got him at 25 this week. That's probably a better spot for him. So I actually have him. I mean, I'm starting him over guys like Devontae Parker, who I love. I just have a gut feeling that Brandon Cooks is the guy to go with. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, Matt Stafford, before the Kenny – I actually I had to update it today because I actually had Matt Stafford as my quarterback 10 this week. I thought it was a great mm. matchup against Houston. But now with a, no pass catchers and he looked like shit against Carolina – you know, I got him all the way down at 21 this week. Yeah, I got him at 17. I mean, I'm looking here at Houston's defense. They're the 31st defense overall. I mean, that that's obviously not scary. What is scary is just the lack of weaponry. Mm-hmm. It's And that's the reason I've got him at 17, or else I would have had him a lot higher. Yeah. And then uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, if he's healthy, it's a plus matchup, and I think they're going to have to heavily rely on him. I actually have him right now um, as my wide receiver 11, which, you know, again, I well, I should have updated it when I also updated um, Matt Stafford, but I didn't. I had DeAndre Swift at 11 when I thought everyone was healthy and everyone was going to play. Um, realistically, I'd probably drop him down to, like, the high teens, low 20s, somewhere, like in the RB2 range. Yeah, I've got him as uh, my running back 22. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then uh, Marvin Jones, despite him, be, he's better with other receivers, you know, just flat out. So he, he's I got him at wide receiver 26 this week. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't put him up there. I just – And then, then due, not, to ne- not feeling him. due to necessity and the grossness of the position, DJ Hawkinson is my tight end three. Uh, let's see where I've got Hawkinson at. I have got him at four. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the three and seven Washington football team taking on the three and seven Dallas Cowboys. Can we just say how fucking pathetic is the NFC East? Like, how disgusting is the fact that these guys are in playoff contention at three and seven? I mean, it's disgusting. It's something that I've that I wish we could like petition on this show to to just get this changed change the formatting of of divisions especially when like keep them keep that's fine 
but change it to where division leaders don't get home games. It, it's based off your record. The fact that some ten and six or nine and seven team is going to be left out in the cold for a team who's going to be six and ten is bullshit. You know what's funny is is like I'm fine with they they should just go straight up like NBA playoff bubble style and just get like what was it the top like eight teams from each conference west and east. Yeah, they should just do top eight from NFC and and AFC. Yeah, I agree. And then you can keep the AFC West stuff. So this way, you still have like you know. So this way, San Francisco plays the the Rams twice and stuff like that. But get the fuck out of here with this this nonsense. Yeah. Like, like like you said, ridiculous. they're not even they're they probably won't even be six and ten. They're probably going to be five and eleven, and they're going to win the division. Whoever it is out of the NFC East, and they're going to get home field advantage because of it. You know what's crazy though is that like I can't even pick who the best one of the lot is. If I had, to I have pick a, a real team, hard time. If I had to pick a team out of those, honestly, it'd probably be the Washington football team. Redskins. But <laughs> I, I, can't, like, I, couldn't, I can't say that. I, I just can't. I actually would probably go as far as saying the Giants. They play really tough. I know they've got – their losses have been really close. They've played, they've played hard-nosed football, but it's just like, Fuck. It's so anyways, hard to watch. Anyways, uh, over under at 46 with Dallas favorite at minus three. Alex Smith has a good matchup. Um, didn't do too much last week to instill confidence. So despite the plus matchup, he's still my quarterback 23 this week. <laughs> I've got him at 19. Yeah. Um, I love Antonio Gibson in this matchup. I think he has a great game. He is my running back six this week. And J.D. McKissick, uh, you definitely play as well. I am at running back 26. Nice. Yeah, I've got uh, Antonio Gibson at seven. I think it's a, he's set up for a monster game here. Um, on the swing side, if they get down, light up McKissick here, folks, because I've got him at 21. Yeah, like I said, I, I got McKissick at 26, but that, you know, if, if they're putting up points on both sides of the ball, you know, that, that 26 quickly becomes like 15, yep. you know, so. Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, I loved the matchup for him this week, but if he's banged up, it sucks. But as of now, I have him as my wide receiver 12 this week. I've got him at nine. Nice. And then uh, Logan Thomas, tight end's yucky. He's my tight end 11 this week. I don't I don't care about him. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Andy Dalton showed some signs of life last week, but still not excited. Quarterback 24. Yeah, he's, uh, he's just outside. Of my rankings here, this Washington defense really isn't—they're they, no joke. They're yeah. the fifth best defense in the league. Um, Zeke showed some signs of life last week, but Minnesota's defense isn't very good. But you know what? I still love Zeke. I have him as my running back four. Yeah, I don't know. I—I I, I think I think they're going to have to rely on him heavily again, like they did last week. You know, yeah. ran the ball twenty-one times. So I—I I, I see him, you know, high vo- high volume again. Yeah, not to count, not to uh, contradict myself here. I know I just said this defense is pretty damn legit, but I've got him as four as well. He is uh, he's going to be the focal point of the offense. Yeah. Then um, you know if you have to play a wide receiver, I actually put C.D. Lamb because it looked like uh, Dalton was looking C.D. Lamb's way, but even then, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. He is my wide receiver forty-one. Yeah, I'm looking around at, at these receivers, and I love them all. Like, I think they've all got 
they bring a lot to the game. But I'm looking, I just look at these names, and the one that keeps popping up to me is Amari Cooper. Yeah. I think on a Thanksgiving day, he's going to step in, hopefully take some of the weight off the shoulders of, Ze- of Zeke, but I've got him as my wide receiver 30. Okay. And then uh, Dalton Schultz had the game-winning touchdown last week. Um, so. But, again, <laughs> he's my tight end 14. I, you probably didn't rank him. No, not even a little bit. Uh, moving on, we got the six and four Las Vegas Raiders taking on the three and seven Atlanta Falcons. Vegas has the over under fifty four and a half, with Las Vegas favored at minus three. Uh, Derek Carr showing everybody like, "Hey, I'm not that bad," <laughs> and I, I like the matchup this week. Uh, he actually cracked my top ten. He is my quarterback ten this week. Ooh, yeah, I got him at eleven. I couldn't. I wanted to put him in my top ten because I was honking him up last week, but I got him at eleven. You know, I'm sad because I tried to pick him up in our money league and I couldn't get him because you know this week taking on Atlanta, next week taking on the Jets, two good matchups in a row. I need yeah. wins. Yep. Um, Josh Jacobs, volume play, good matchup. Running back seven this week. I got him at eight. Um, I did rank a Vegas wide receiver finally. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. It caught me by surprise as well. But I, I think Nelson Aguilar has shown some upside. Now, now don't get – I'm not – don't worry. I didn't get crazy. He's still wide receiver 30. But he did make it onto my list. So, there you go. I hate it. <laughs> no, I, don't, I didn't rank any of them. Uh, you know what? I, I was going – you know, when I'm going through all the players and all the games, I usually just skip – the the Las Vegas receivers, but I was like, you know what? It's a good matchup, Aguilar. You know, maybe it was Carson Wentz was the problem, not so much Nelson Aguilar. So, um, but moving on, Darren Waller, he's my tight end two. Yeah, I gotta miss my tight end two as well. Uh, Matt Ryan, not a bad matchup, but you know, with the, you know, I have him as my 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 quarterback twelve because you know. By default, Matt Ryan is seemingly a quarterback one. But I just I get nervous, though, with the Julio news. Um, so we'll see. I, like I said, I got him at 12 right now. You're definitely going to play him in this matchup, but I don't know. But just just be ready. Don't be too heartbroken if he does disappoint you this week. Yeah, I'm actually – I don't know why I'm, I'm banking on that. He just has not put together the season in the last couple of games that I think you, you'd really want to see. He's been – like constantly, my number ten. I put him at ten always. I feel like it's such a safe play, and I couldn't do it this week. Last week was such a disappointment. I put him at my quarterback sixteen. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, Todd Gurley. You know, hearing the news about the knee is kind of upsetting, but I did lower him even before the news, and, and I got him as my running back twenty this week. Ooh, I still got him at eleven. Uh, I did do this before. The news of him missing practice. Um, I just got a feeling he's going to get in the end zone. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I just, you know, if, you know, last week against the Saints, you know, only eight carries and two targets in the passing game. So that uh-huh. just, you know, that, that that's what kind of worries me. And, you know, he was only in 36% of snaps. So it's just, I don't know. The volume is going down. So uh, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. If they're healthy, I, I love the matchup. I have Julio at 14 and Calvin at 16. Um, if Julio's out, I would actually probably move Ridley down. But as of right now, you know, that's where I got them. 
Yeah, I've got them back to back. All right, I got Julio at 12, and I've got Calvin Ridley at 13. There you go. Then, uh, if anybody cares, Hayden Hurst is my tight end 19 this week. Yeah, I, I could just care less. Uh, moving on, we got the four and seven Carolina Panthers taking on the four and six Minnesota Vikings. Vegas has the over under at 51, with the Vikings favored at minus three and a half. Um, Teddy Bridgewater looks like he's going to be giving it a go. Not a bad matchup this week, but still, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's in the quarterback two range for me. I got him at quarterback 18 this week. Yeah, I got him at uh, just outside my top 20, but he was right at 21. There you go. Uh, Mike Davis looks like he's going to get the go again. Uh, the Minnesota defense, not awful, not great either, but I, I like Mike Davis in this matchup. He's my running back 12. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Mike Davis, I have got him as my running back 14. Not too bad. Um, DJ Moore showing signs of life. Um, I, you know, it. sometimes I have a tough time ranking these guys, though, because, you know, you, you so want you so want them to, to be better than they are. Huh. Um, DJ Moore... I don't know. I just I liked a lot of other matchups this week. I, I I as I'm talking out loud, I don't like where I have him ranked. I have him ranked at 21 this week. Um, I don't know. I'd probably it's probably a bit low. And then uh, I got Curtis Samuel ranked at. I just lost him. Where the fuck did he go? I did rank him. Curtis Samuel at 44, and Robbie Anderson at 38. All right, all right. I got DJ Moore at fifteen. I think that he's gonna he's gonna lead the show here. He's gonna be the show pony of the group. And then I've got Robbie Anderson at twenty, and I have Curtis Samuel just outside my top thirty-two here, and I've got him in my watch list. There you go. I like your ranking of DJ Moore better than mine. But anyways, uh, Kirk Cousins, other side of the ball, um, decent matchup. Just outside my quarterback one range, I have him at quarterback fourteen this week. Nice. I'm not. I'm not jumping on this uh, the bandwagon like a lot of people I think are jumping on this guy, saying, "Oh, he's he's look at what he did last week. He's still the man." This is still Delvin Cook show, so don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid yet. I've got him as my quarterback eighteen, but that'll jump right into. Me having Delvin Cook ranked as the number one running back on the week. Yeah, I got Delvin Cook at one as well. This guy, he's just unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If Adam Thielen plays, you know, I I have Thielen at six if he plays. Um, There is definitely a possibility that he plays because he tested both positive and negative for COVID. So if he gets a couple more positive tests in there, or I'm sorry, negative tests, um, you know, they have a couple more days till Sunday. So there's a chance that he plays. Got him at six, and I have Justin Jefferson at 17. Now, if Thielen is out, then Jefferson would probably be in my top 12. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've got Thielen at 10, and uh, I, I, have a hun- I just have a hunch he's going to play. The second it came back negative, I thought, all right, they're going to let this sit for two days, and he'll be good to go. Um, and I've got Justin Jefferson at 14. There you go. Uh Moving on, we got the four and six San Francisco 49ers taking on the seventh and three Los Angeles Rams. Vegas has the over under very low at forty five, with 
The Rams favored at minus six and a half. I definitely think the Rams win because Nick Mullins is your starting quarterback and he's garbage. He is my quarterback 30. So you're not playing him anyways. Yeah, didn't rank him. Actually, you know what? Let's be honest. The only player you're playing in this offense, are you playing anybody in this offense? Uh, if if Mostert is back, I have him ranked as thir- at 31. But again, this defense. Yeah. The, the, only, the only player that I have of note here is I ranked Jordan Reed as my tight end nine. So I, I, I think he's a sneaky pickup, you know. But honestly, I, I think you kind of steer clear of any 49ers player. It's definitely um, a, it's a rough week. I mean, this defense is number one in the league. Yeah, because I, I have Debo Samuel at 34. But he's been banged up, and even then, 34 feels high. Yeah. So, um, other side of the ball, Jared Goff. You know, the San Francisco defense was a thing to fear, but this year it's not. And because of all the injuries they've had, Jared Goff, he is my quarterback eight. I think he keeps it rolling. Nice. I've got him at uh, 22. Oh, kind of low on him this week, huh? Yeah, uh, just a smidge. I just sort of feel like the 49ers are starting to get healthy. And I think that they're going to take – I think they're going to try to take it to a guy like Jared Goff who doesn't like a lot of pressure. Now, given pressure is not their game, but I I think they're going to blitz him. There you go. Uh, Daryl Henderson's my favorite of the Rams running back. But in that terrible fucking – three-headed monster that they've, you know, Daryl Henderson's my running back 32 this week. Yeah, I don't, I didn't rank any of them. I didn't rank any of them. I don't, I don't like, they're not in my top 32. Henderson would be the guy that I would definitely like to see, but I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, makes sense. I love Robert Woods and Cooper Cup this week. Um, Cooper Cup. Crack my top 10. He's at number 8. Robert Woods at 13. Uh, I've got Cooper Cup at 17. And I've got Robert Woods at 21. You know, the, here's let me give you some. This is why. For one, I know I'm a 49er fan. I'm a ho- I'm hockey. But, again, I'm, I am a realist when it comes to football. The 49ers are suck. And they're very, very injury prone to this year. That being said, they on October 18th of this year, they beat the Rams with more injuries than they've got now. I just see them, I think I see them pulling out an upset here, which sounds crazy, but I can see that happening. I think that defense is going to be stout. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can agree to that. You never know, but I don't know. I, I, I think they can get it done this week. Um, you're not playing Higby or Everett. That's gross. Not, not a chance. Uh, moving on, we got the 9-1 Kansas City Chiefs taking on the 7-4 and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Vegas has the over-under at 56.5 with Kansas City favorite at minus 3.5. Patrick Mahomes, the man, the myth, the legend, quarterback one this week. Uh, I've got Patrick Mahomes at 3. I mean, Tampa Bay is a tough matchup on paper, but just – I don't think anything bothers Patrick Mahomes. He just looks so damn cool and collected out there. You know, when you've got the weapons that he's got and the arm that he's got, it's like who it doesn't matter. Every everything has a possibility of happening. Like I said, we we talked about it a couple times in our last episode. That game winning touchdown drive against the Raiders. 
the fact Mahomes just made it look like they were at like walkthrough practice, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just made it look so goddamn yep. easy. Yep. Um, Clyde Edwards Lair. I I think you know what? Who knows? Maybe it's just because it's like the rookie thing, and then with the COVID off season, everything was just kind of fucked up and weird. Now that he's you know, kind of acclimated himself into the offense. I love him this week. I, I think it's a decent matchup. I have him at um, my running back 10 this week. Nice. I think it's a, it's going to be a little bit tougher for him, but I do have him at 15. Yeah. I just think uh, this run defense is pretty spectacular. Tyreek Hill, he is my wide receiver three. Nice. He is my wide receiver one. He was almost my wide receiver one. Just... I don't know, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Travis Kelsey, tight end one. There's not nothing to say. Yes, he is my tight end one. We're good at analyzing players, that's why. Yes, precisely. Um, other side of the ball, Tom Brady, you know, didn't look very good last week, but Kansas City's defense, you know, they made Derek Carr look pretty good. So Tom Brady, quarterback <laughs> 11 this week. I, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I got him at 10. Uh, Ronald Jones. Kind of losing his grip on that backfield there. He's my running back 19, and Leonard Fournette creeping in there as my running back 31. But, you know, the arrow's starting to trend in his direction. Yeah, Ronald Jones definitely slipping a bit. I've got him at 20. Yeah. Uh, Godwin's Godwin, Evans, Brown. There you go. Say that three times fast. Evans, he is my wide receiver 10 this week. I just think he has the touchdown upside. Um, you know, he has like nine touchdowns this year, so you know, don't. The don't problem is, is they're all like one-yard touchdowns. Correct. Uh, Chris Godwin, I, I think he has a solid floor. He is my wide receiver, eighteen, and Antonio Brown, I have at twenty-eight. Nice. Yeah, I'm a little lower on all of them. Uh, the highest-rated one that I've got is Evans, and I've got him as my wide receiver, twenty-two. Okay. I've got Godwin at 29, and I've got Brown at 33. Okay. And then uh, I think you can play Gronk. He is my tight end 10 this week. Uh, I probably rated that asshole. Yeah, I got him at 7. Um, Chicago Bears, 5-5, five and five, taking on the 7-3 and three Green Bay Packers. Um, Vegas has the over-under. At 50, what the fuck? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong week. I am looking at the wrong week. How the hell did that happen? Hmm. I don't know. What, I didn't even click anything. And it, well, fuck the spread. Nick Foles, you're not playing him. Um, David Montgomery, despite him being back, I don't like the matchup. He's my running back 22 this week. Yeah, I got him at 27. Um, and then, you know, Allen Robinson's, you know, the upside's there, but just if Jair Alexander's back and good, I got him as my wide receiver 23. But, I mean, I would definitely lower the expectations. Yeah, he was a, like, perennial top five for me all season, and I think the jig is finally up. I've got him at 16. This week, and, and again, if it's Jair, which it's looking like it will be, buckle up for a, just a trash game. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers, the chapest of asses. I still think he, you know, <clears throat> t- tough matchup, but, you know, 
Aaron Rodgers is good at football, national TV game. Uh, he is my quarterback six this week. Yeah, I got him at seven. Um, I love Aaron Jones. I got him in top ten. He is my running back nine. Although, I will say, I actually had a tough time ranking him because it was like, you know, the volume's there sometimes. Like last week, the touchdown salvaged his fantasy day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You can never count out Aaron Jones. So you know, and, and if he's healthy, it looks like he is. You know, I'm, I'm I'm happy with him being in the top ten for me. I got him at six. I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Uh, Devonte Adams. He's my wide receiver one this week. Nice. I've got him as my wide receiver three. There you go. And then uh, Robert Tunyon. I don't know. Gross. Tight end yeah. fifteen. Tight tight end. Nothing for me. He's there nothing. And then our final game that we will preview tonight is the Monday night football game. We got the 7-3 and three Seattle Seahawks taking on the division-leading 3-6-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> with Vegas has the over-under at 50. Seattle favored at minus 5, which to me is laughable. Like, I know the Seattle defense is kind of shitty, but come on, minus 5? Really? All right, I mean, they're, the, they're the last-rated defense in the league, but yeah. Um... Russell Wilson, quarterback four this week. I've got Russell Wilson as my quarterback number one. Yeah, I could I could see that. Uh, Chris Carson's supposed to be back, so we'll see. Um, if he is, he is my running back 13 this week. Uh, where is it? I, I know I rated him. I put him in here. My God. I think I saw that I wasn't sure if he was coming back. I put him in my watch list. That's where he's at. Okay, fair enough. Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, love them both. DK got him at 9, and Lockett I got at 15. Yeah, I've got DK and Lockett back-to-back, both in my top 10. Love it. Uh, I've got DK at 5, and I've got Tyler Lockett at 6. There you go. Uh, Carson Wentz, despite the great matchup, he's just garbage this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still got him at 16, so if you're, you know, super flex, super desperate, you know, you can play him, but I'd rather not. I've got him at 13, and it felt dirty. Yeah, it that. really did. Uh, Miles Sanders, he is, you know, again, good matchup, but just the offense just is not clicking, and he is my running back 16 this week. I have got him at my running back 12. And then... This is the last time I'm ranking Travis Fulgham until further. If he shits the bed again, then I'm never ranking him ever again. But because, of again, you know, good matchup, he is my wide receiver 24 this week. Well, my never again happened last week, so he is off the table. He can go. go fuck himself. And Dallas Goddard I ranked as my tight end 7 this week. I got him at 6. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think he'll be good this week. Plus, you know, Carson Wentz has an affinity for throwing to the tight end. So, I, I Goddard had the touchdown last week, so I, I think he'll he'll be fine. So, um, that'll wrap it up for us this week. Good luck on Thanksgiving. Enjoy those. Um, in the next episode, we will cover, I guess, what happened on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about your AFC matchups and then any news that comes out that's new and exciting. Um, again, thank you so much for listening, guys. Get us on social media, FF Football Show on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter. 
Send in your emails to filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. As always, King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.